Morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live once again from the Samaritan Community of Samaritan Philadelphia. We are here in the thick of the, the Rambam's very, very detailed and very uh, passionate discussion of the fourth parak of the eight prakim, the Shemayna prakim of the Rambam. Where he's going through how, yes, the Torah itself is reflective and, and not just reflective of the Rambam's advice, but we're going to see now the Torah. Um, is is built around the, the Ram's advice. All the mitzvahs, the Ram is going to show something amazing, an amazing insight and breakthrough this morning. Um, the Ram has been building up not just his approach to working on our character traits, our approach to working on mitzvahs, about how extremes have to be avoided unless I have to rein something in, unless I have to break something and establish control over something. Um, he's been telling us that the Torah itself is on board with this. He brought us a few hints to this from different psukim. He brought us a hint from the idea of the Nazir. He brought us yesterday the dialogue between Zechariah, the Navi, and Akash Baruch about fasting, that how fasting is, is uh, a means to an end, not an end of, in of itself. And now he's going to show us how that goes way beyond just a reference, a casual reference in, in, in the Nazir, to the Nazir who denies himself wine, deprives himself, is called a sinner. It goes way beyond this discussion between Zechariah and Akash Baruch Hu. It's embedded in the heart and soul of the Torah itself, the Ram's principle of having a normal, balanced approach in all matters, and the extremes are only there to help me get to the, to, to the, to the, to the balance. So let's see. He says the Rambam. Let me return to the, 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 my main point. <coughs> Says the Rambam, <coughs> if, um, if someone would argue that um, if, someone would perhaps say to the Rambam, you missed it, you, you missed the boat, you missed the point, the Torah still is not championing this. Um, the, the, yes, so, so the, the, the Ram is saying perhaps you're going to argue that there um, still is an approach the, uh, of, of um, you know, achieving breakthroughs in holiness and spirituality through extreme behaviors and we see the Mizdama Bu'umais, Me'anshe Tarasenu, the Anshe Tarasenu, that's our crowd when they're misdam and buumais, a little bit tricky how to translate this line of the Rambam, but approximately the, the, the translation seems to be is either talking about gaim that are that are trying to philosophize about Judaism or yidden that are philosophizing about the gaim, but perhaps you'll still argue that there is a valid approach out there that breakthroughs in spirituality and breakthroughs in 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 um, heights, spiritual heights and humanistic heights and self-improvement heights really are attained when a person gets to that level that he's completely detached and removed from this world says the Rambam that is a mistake and again I'm going to establish now says the Rambam for once and 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 for all that the correct approach to Torah the correct approach to life the correct approach is to to, to set that goal, that objective, as the middle ground, the balanced approach, and that the goal, the objective, is never that 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 point of total removal, total detachment from this world. Says the Rambam, 
let's let's play all the cards. Now the Ram plays all his cards. Says the Rambam, again, not only we can find a reference in the Nazir, and we can find a mention of this in, in, in the, the, the conversation between Zachariah and Hashem about fasting, about this idea of, of what the extremes are there for, the extreme poles, and what the middle ground is there for. But all of the mitzvahs, says the Rambam, all the mitzvahs in the Torah, all the mitzvahs that Hashem gave me are there really to give me this approach. All the mitzvahs are there to give me this balance. Every single mitzvah is there to assist me in avoiding extremes, to assist me in breaking amida, to assist me in, 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 in finding that balanced middle-of-the-road approach. Every single mitzvah, every single mitzvah is there to help me do this. How so, says the Ram. Let's see. Every mitzvah is there to help me avoid falling into a trap of being too much this way or too much that way. Too apathetic or, or too self-sacrificing, too miserly, too stingy, too intolerant or too tolerant, too removed from this world, too indulgent in this world. Every single mitzvah is there to help me with this. Sheizer, now the Ram is going to give a whole bunch of examples. Sheizer, my cholos asurus kulam, the prohibition of what I can and cannot eat. The Torah gave me lots of things that I can't eat and lots of things that I cannot eat. Right? All kinds of things you can't eat. Animals you can't eat, fish you can't eat, birds you can't eat, and even those animals and birds that you could eat, it has to be in a very specific way. It has to be slaughtered in a specific way. It has to be kashered in a specific way. It can't have blemishes. It can't have a, 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 a trefa, trefus. What you can eat on yamtiv, what you can't eat on yamtiv, what you can, how you can prepare food on Shabbos, etc. There's so many halachas, prohibitions, go into just what goes into your mouth, says the Rambam. And it's it's noir volume. Like what other nation, what other religion has so many dietary restrictions? Nobody. You know, the Muslims have a couple things they can't eat, right? Um, there's certain what? That's right. And then the things have to be ritually slaughtered. They have this halal, right? Okay. But they don't have kashering. They don't have you know taking out the the fats, the chaylev and, and the dam, and they don't have all the you know all the prohibitions on the uh, all the animals, that, the rest of the, the birds and the Seafood, they don't have any of that. There may be, there may be uh, certain Christian groups that are not allowed to drink alcohol also, right? I think Mormons don't drink alcohol or, or, or caffeine, I believe. Yeah, I think so. So, so okay, you have sprinklings of things here and there. Um, you know, mainstream Christians, are anything they can't eat, I guess other Christians, right? But otherwise, there's not much that they have, uh, that they're restricted from. Um, but you look at the Torah, and there's so many halach after halach after halach after halach of things that we can't eat, and who you can marry, who you cannot marry, who you can, who you can um, have a physical relationship with, and who you cannot. This Rabbi all the women that you're not allowed to marry, and even one's wife that one is allowed to marry. You know, there's, there's the Hilchas Nida, half of the month, she she's also off limits. Bazar al Kedusha. All the things that we have to, um, excuse me, I think it's supposed to be Kadesha, that uh, extramarital relations, the, the prohibition over there, the requirements to, before you marry a woman, you have to do Kedushin, and then a, a ring, a chuppah, a ksuba, and not allowed to be physically married to a woman without a ksuba. And says the Ram, like we just spoke out, even after all is said and done, after you found the right woman, 
to make her permissible to you. A woman that you can have a physical relationship with it has to be the right one. She has to be, you know, from the right stack. It has to be the right yichos. You have to give her a ring. You have to give her a ksuba. You have to do chuppah. And he, after all that is said and done, when she's in a state of nida, she's off limits. And after childbirth, she's off limits. Vim And then there's the rabbinic requirements, the rabbinic prohibitions when when a person is allowed to be with his wife when he's not allowed to be daytime versus nighttime. Says the Ram a fascinating insight. Fascinating insight. Why do we have so many misses about what you can eat and what you can't eat? So many restrictions, so many prohibitions. You know, you have to find something. Every yid knows you can't eat something unless you find the right marking on the package, right? And even if you find the right marking on the package, let's, let's continue embellish what the Rambam is saying. Even if you find the right heksher on that package, you know, Chol of Yisrael, Chol of Stam, Bishel Yisrael, Pas Akum, Pas Yisrael, Yashon, Chadash, the here take off Trumas and Maestras, so many extras that got thrown in there also. Neuer volume, Gewalt, right? That's just in the realm of grain, grain products. Forget about, um, like we said before, uh, you know, Fleishigs, uh, poultry, says the Rambam. All these halachas, all these restrictions that we have in the Torah about what you can put in your mouth, what you can eat, all these restrictions that have to do with who you can marry and, 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 and when one is allowed to be physically intimate with one's own, one's own wife, all these mitzvahs are there to train us, to train us to not be controlled by the pull of, of, of physicality. They're there to give us that training to have a balanced middle ground approach, middle of the road approach, to dealing with the temptations of this world. That's what an amazing insight. Says the Rambam, all these mitzvahs are there so that we should have a balanced approach to enjoying this world. Not overdoing it, but not underdoing it. If the Rebbein wouldn't give me all these mitzvahs, what I can eat and when I can eat and how I can eat it, who I can marry and when she's permitted to me, the Torah wouldn't give us these mitzvahs, we, our temptations would, would run away with us. Our, our um, in, in, interest in indulging in this world will push us to the extreme of overindulgence. Overindulgence. And Akash Baruch doesn't want Yidin to be overindulgent. He doesn't want us to have meatus problems. He doesn't want our character traits to be out of whack. He doesn't want our nefesh to be an unhealthy, a diseased nefesh. The gives us all these mitzvahs, says the Rambam, for our nefesh to be a healthy nefesh, for us to have a balanced approach by having so much food that we can't eat that trains us to not run after food in an unhealthy way, but at the same time, by having so much that we can eat, so we have that balance, we don't underdo it either, we don't overdo it, we don't underdo it. By making so many women that are off limits to us, and even one's own wife is off limits certain times during the month and after childbirth, we don't overdo taivas nashim, you know, uh, we, don't, we don't have over... Um, uh, um, extreme, excessive attachments and indulgences in the realm of physical temptations, but by giving us the halachas of Kedushin and Nesun and Chuppah and Ksuba and Hilchas Nida, so the person doesn't undo it either, he has the right balanced, healthy approach to a physical relationship. And saying all this differently, the same way we said that the ultimate idea of having a healthy nefesh and having that middle approach is having control, I'm in control of myself, I'm in control of the body, I'm in control of the physical cravings and the draw and the indulgence, I'm in control, 
that's ultimately the point of all these mitzvahs, for me to be in control. For me to be in control of myself, for me to be in control of my physical urges and, and needs and temptations, and for me to use that control to have a healthy, balanced approach to life. And that's what all these mitzvahs are there for. Every single mitzvah. The Ramah gives us more examples of this. There was all these mitzvahs are there, so, so I shouldn't let food be in control of me. I shouldn't let women be in control of me. I shouldn't let all the temptations of this world be in control of me. Rather, I'm in control, and I can uh, participate and partake of all the things that Hashem put in this world at my behest, at my whims. I'm the one that's calling the shots. It's on my terms, and I'm not overdoing it. I'm not underdoing it. Wow, that's amazing. Let's go on. Yeah, to be able to allow me to have that middle approach, the, the balanced approach. And if I want to go a little bit beyond that, we said a person can be, the lefnimish rusadin, piety is when I go a little bit above and beyond, not extremely above and beyond. The person wants to have a little bit more sanctity in this area, a little bit more um, elevation in this area. So I, uh, the Torah does allow me to eat in a balanced middle of the road approach, I want to say, you know, I'll eat a little bit less than everyone else. I'll, I'll uh, deny myself here and there things that I could be eating. Again, as long as it's done within reason, the Torah is giving me the ability to do that, says the Rambam. All the mitzvahs are giving me control over my urges, control over my temptations, and once I have that control, I'm now calling the shots, and I can, if I so desire, to be a little bit more, um, a, 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 a little bit more careful, a little bit less indulgent, even in the middle of the road approach, that I have the ability to do that. It means they're at my disposal because I have gained that control. Until the degree that a person is alert, a person is in control, a person is calling the shots. That's what all the misses are there to allow a person to do, to establish that control. All the misses in the Torah, again, the Rambam make a very sweeping, um, sweeping argument over here, a, a sweeping statement and, and a sweeping outlook on all of the mitzvahs. There's a lot of mitzvahs about tzedakah. Right? The person's supposed to give a tenth of his produce away every year to the levy, and he has to leave all kinds of things in the field for the poor people to take. A corner, he has to leave a whole corner, and what he forgets, what drops, what rolls away from the grapes. The fact that once every seven years I have to let my field like lie fallow, and in the 50th year I have to do that two years in a row. Giving charity to the poor. Those are mitzvahs that are there to allow me to develop generosity, uh, allow me to break the meter of stinginess, to break that trait of miserliness, of selfishness. They give me training to be able to go <clears throat> to life and approach life with a balanced approach, with control. I'm now in control of my giving this. I don't overdo it and I don't underdo it. So, it's amazing. again, amazing. It's incredible. All the mitzvahs of Tzedakah is not so much in order... There, it's not, these aren't like... It's not a welfare package, a benefits package. Sometimes, you know, look at the Torah. Wow, the Torah has the ultimate welfare package. Benefits. The Torah has things, provisions for the poor people, provisions for the kind, provisions for the levy. Says around that's the wrong way of looking at it. The Torah is not a welfare package. The Torah is taking care of my welfare. Terry wants to make sure that I'm going to be a good person. Terry gives me all these mitzvahs to make sure that I am in control of my generosity, not that my money's in control of me. What an amazing insight. I'm very far away from the self-centeredness, selfishness, 
again, schlep me over to one extreme to, to be to, to give a lot until I can have that balance and have that control that I, I give normally, I give reasonably, appropriately. Says the Rambam, this principle is is uh, to be applied to the vast majority of all the mitzvahs. The vast majority of all the mitzvahs that we have in the Torah are there to give me basic training in controlling my character traits. Torah says you're not allowed to avenge yourself, take revenge, you're not allowed to bear grudges. You can't be spiteful, you can't be vengeance, you have to go and help your enemy out, you have to help him load and unload his, his, his donkey, even if he's my enemy, especially if he's my enemy. That's there to help me work on impatience, on anger, on intolerance. This gives me a of returning lost articles. If I find a lost article in the street, I take it home, I advertise, I try to find the owner. That helps me deal with, again, um, indifference, with apathy. It helps me work on my meter of unfeelingness, of, of not being sympathetic. So I have to return lost articles to their owners. Standing up for the for the elderly, respecting the wise, respect your 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 parents. Respect the 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 the, the, the That helps me deal with the meat of chutzpah, of impudence, of arrogance, of haughtiness. I have to humble myself before my parents, humble myself before the wise people, humble myself before the rabbanim, for rabbis, the elderly. That helps me break my haughtiness and my pride. Because again, we have example after example after example. Yeah. At the same time, being that we would perhaps be concerned that a person is going to go too far the other way, be too humble, be, have too much humility, which he says is also no good. You can't overdo things. You can't underdo things. Lest we become people that are too self-effacing and too um, humble and don't have enough of a self-esteem and, and, and lack confidence, counterbalances that with another mitzvah. Give yidin rebuke, rebuke people, give people musr, give people a piece of your mind. If you see someone doing something wrong, give them rebuke, reprimand them, instruct them, guide them. So that's there to work on my confidence, and, and, and I shouldn't be too humble. I shouldn't be too have too much humility. says to the the rabbanim, the shayftim, the dayanim, don't be afraid of anyone that comes before you to litigate. Again, that helps me avoid the other extreme of underdoing it, underdoing my confidence. You can't overdo confidence, overdo arrogance. You can't underdo it. And says the Rambam, this is again the mitzvahs are there to provide me with the basic training in character training. So this is far from uh, us being able to present an argument that the ultimate level to reach is the holy people are the ones that live in the monasteries, that live on the tops of the mountains, that don't talk to anyone, don't relate to anyone, don't look at anyone, aren't married, are celibate, uh, don't eat anything, says the Rambam. It's clear from the whole Torah structure in a way that's the very opposite of this. The whole Torah is all about helping me find the middle ground, helping me use this world, utilize this world, participate in this world, indulge in this world in a way of balance, because every single, nearly every single message of the Rambam is there to, to help shape and guide my midas, my characteristics, and give me control. Okay, we will stop over here, Rabbi Yisai, and we'll continue with Hashem.
tomorrow where we left off. Everyone in the meantime should have a wonderful day. Thank you all for joining with us.